What's up, you guys? Josh Tonga here. Today, I want to talk about how to use your imagination to literally manifest and achieve whatever it is you desire, the Neville Goddard way. Because once you discover this creative power within yourself, then by the end of this, you'll realize that there's no turning back, dude. And in Neville's words, you'll be able to boldly assert the supremacy of imagination and put all things in subjection to it, where you'll no longer be the reflector of life, he says, but the effector of life. And you can learn more about this from Neville's 1955 lecture called How to Use Your Imagination and his other various lectures. You see, according to Neville, the problem is that a lot of people are totally unaware of the creative power of the imagination and end up limiting themselves based on the quote-unquote facts or what their senses tell them. And so they end up playing small, you know what I'm saying? But I'm sure you've heard this time and time again, that you and God are one. Let that sink in. Come on, isn't that supposed to mean something or is it just some sort of abstract idea that has no impact on us whatsoever? Look, whenever you hear people speak of God being within you, Neville wants you to realize that this creative power is your own wonderful human imagination. In other words, God is your imagination. And I know that's new for some of you to hear, but stay with me for a moment. Look, there's way more than what you see around you, folks. There are things that exist beyond the physical reality. And Neville's work is a constant reminder of that. Like there was this one time when a guy told Neville that he loves listening to him talk about imagination. But whenever he does, he has to touch the chair with his fingers and push his feet into the rug just to keep a sense of physical reality. Because it's a trip of what happens once your awareness begins to expand. And here's a powerful and even touching story that Neville shares of a girl, a young waitress, who did this. Where she traveled in her imagination. As the story goes, she was headed home from work on Christmas Eve and she was sad. Because that year she had lost her father in an accident, who, by the way, was the one who took care of all the family's needs. But then overnight, dude, it sucks, but they found out that they had nothing. Anyway, it was late at night, and she was going home to what seemed to be an empty house. It was raining, and she was in a car with a bunch of boys and girls who were laughing and singing, being all happy, who were home for Christmas vacation. And because of all that was going on, she just couldn't hold back her tears. And since it was raining, Here's what she did, and pay attention to these details. In Neville's words, she stuck her face into the heavens and let the rain mingle with her tears. And while holding the rail of the streetcar, she said, This isn't rain. This is spray from the ocean. And this isn't the salt of tears that I taste, for this is the salt of the sea in the wind. And this isn't a streetcar, but a ship. See what she was doing? So while she physically held the rail of the streetcar, she mentally touched the rail of a ship moving into Samoa. And as the streetcar reached its destination, she was entering the bay of Samoa, feeling the moonlight shining on her body and hearing a voice say, Isn't it a heavenly night? In other words, she felt the reality of all that she had imagined. Check this out. Two weeks later, she received a check for $3,000 from a law firm in Chicago because her aunt, two years before, left for the United States requesting that if she didn't return, then the money should be given to her niece. And within one month, she was on a ship sailing for Samoa. And as she came into the bay, remember the details, it was late at night, and there was the salt of the sea in the wind. It wasn't raining, but there was spray in the air. And a man standing near her said, isn't it a heavenly night? Boom. You see, at that moment, you guys, 
she had actually felt what she had felt one month before, where her outer senses experienced her inner senses and physically fulfilled her imaginal act. It's powerful stuff, dude. I love that story. Okay, so how do you do this according to Neville? I want to break this down for you. You ready? The first thing you do is you got to know exactly what you want in this world. Okay, what do you want? Don't be shy about it. Now, once you know exactly what you want, that's not enough. Don't stop there. Here's what changes everything. You're going to want to make what you want, listen, as lifelike a representation as possible of what you would see and what you would touch and what you would do were you physically present and physically moving in such a state. Here's a couple of examples Neville gives. For instance, let's say you want a home, but you have no money. Okay, but you want a home. Without taking anything into consideration, you'd make as lifelike a representation of the home that you'd like with all the things in it that you'd want. And then at night, you go to bed, and while you're in a drowsy, sleepy state, the state that borders upon sleep right before you knock out, you'd imagine that you're actually in that house to the point that if you were to step off the bed, you'd actually step on the floor of that house. And if you were to leave the room, you'd enter the room that's adjacent to your imagined room in that house. And while you're touching the furniture and feeling it to be solidly real and moving from one room to another in your imaginary house, you then go to sleep in that state. Is this making sense? And without trying to figure out how it'll all come about, I know it's hard for some people to believe, but somehow, folks, it will become your reality. Or what if you wanted a promotion in your business? Here's what you'd do. You'd ask yourself, what additional responsibilities would I have if I were given a promotion? What would I do? What would I say? What would I see? How would I act? And then in your imagination, you'd begin to see and touch and do and act as you would outwardly see and touch and do and act were you in that position. Or I know a lot of people are interested in this topic, but what if you wanted to find the love of your life? Okay, question is, what would you do that would imply that you found your state? Remember, since consciousness is everything, it's always about moving into a particular state because it's our particular state of consciousness that'll determine the events we'll encounter. For instance, Neville says that suppose you're a woman. One thing you could do is wear a wedding ring, right? Where you take your imaginary hands and you'd feel the ring that you'd imagine to be there. And you'd keep on feeling it and feeling it until when? Until it becomes solidly real. Where you'd give it all the sensory vividness you're capable of giving anything. And while you're feeling your imaginary ring, which implies in this case that you're married, you'd go to sleep. Sound crazy? Not to me, but if it does to you, then it's all good. But try it. Seriously, give it a shot before you knock it. You see, the reason why your imagination is so powerful is that it puts you inwardly in touch with the world of states and that these states, Neville says, are existent. They're present right now. Here's an important distinction. They're only possibilities when you think of them. But, he says, they become overpoweringly real when you think from them and dwell in them. So there's a huge stinking difference between thinking of and thinking from. Once again, the essence of how this works is simple. When you know what you want, you're only thinking of it. Okay? But like I said, that's not enough though. That's why if you want things to be externalized into your physical reality, then you gotta start thinking what again? From it. You gotta start thinking from it. And Neville's story of how he first learned about the imagination is another perfect example of this. 
and it was taught to him by his good old friend Abdullah back in New York City in 1933. And it's such a cool story, dude, but here's a condensed version of it. So there was a time when Neville wanted to go back to the island of Barbados, where he's originally from, but he was broke and he had no money. But then his friend Abdullah explained to him that if he would that night, as he slept in New York City, assume that he was sleeping in his father's home in Barbados and go to sleep at that state, that he'd realize his trip, meaning it would come to pass. And so Neville took him at his word and tried it. And for one month, night after night, as he fell asleep, he assumed he was sleeping in his father's home in Barbados. And at the end of the month, he received an invitation from his family inviting him to spend the winter there in Barbados. Long story short, he ended up going to Barbados in such a dope and synchronistic way where everything was pretty much taken care of. And I go into more details of this in my video about Neville and Abdullah that you might want to check out because the details alone can teach you so much about how this stuff works. For real, it's so insightful. Just search it up and you'll find it. All right, real talk. Now, some of you are at a place in your life where you're really wanting or searching for something. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's searching for love or wanting more money or a better life or healing for your body, you name it. Whatever it is you're desiring, I encourage you first to look within, to go within into your own imagination. Remember who you are. Remember who you are. You and God are one. There's nothing to be afraid of. Whatever you quote unquote need already exists. Look, Neville says that the abundant life promised you is yours to enjoy now. It's yours for the taking, not next week, not tomorrow. But now, do you believe that? I'm seriously asking you, do you believe that? Because if you don't, I want you to believe that. And since you're watching this video in hopes to better yourself, I'm assuming you do, at least to some degree. So once again, ask yourself, what do you want? What do you want? And then give it to yourself, for goodness sake. Believe that you deserve it, you guys. Believe that you deserve it. Whatever it is you want to have, or be, or wherever you want to go, imagine it. Arouse your attention in such a way where you become totally absorbed in it. You know what I'm saying? Try to feel yourself into it until it takes on the tones of reality. Look, Neville says that the world is yourself pushed out. Just do what you've learned today and don't question how it'll all come about. Trust me, you'll find yourself moving across a series of events that'll lead you towards the objective realization of that state. Because folks, your I am is already there in your imagination. It's a done deal. That's why he says to just go your way knowing that the evidence of what you've done must appear in your outer world. And it will because you get what you believe. Yeah. Alrighty guys, if you enjoyed this, please do me a favor. Like and share it. If you're listening via podcast, I'd really appreciate a review. It gets more people to discover my work and of course help spread this message. And I'd love to hear your experiences in the comments below. Let me know how you did. I know I read all your comments and questions, and even though I might not answer all of them, I'll try to answer them in future videos. Hit that subscribe button and the bell right next to it to be notified of my next video. I pump these out every single week so you don't want to miss them. And don't forget to register for my free online training where I dive deeper into how you can start manifesting the life you really want right now. So check it out. The link's in the description. Like I always say, more's coming. Till next time, I'm out. Peace.